0: Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and in this episode, I'm gonna walk you through seven networking tips that are so effective, they'll help get you in with any CEO, founder, connection, or VIP that you wanna connect with. And the best part about these tips is that anyone can use them. Now, given our theme of networking, This episode is brought to you by our MailScoop tool. Great networking typically happens over email. And if you wanna do that, you need to have the person's email address that you're contacting. So that's exactly why we created MailScoop. It is a free tool that you can use to look up anybody's professional email in seconds. All you have to do is go to mailscoop.io, plug in the person's name, a link to their company's website, and you'll be off to the races. So let's get back to the tips here. The reason that I recorded this episode is because we spent so much time talking about networking but we find that many folks in our audience don't actually go out there and take action on this networking stuff because they feel like they don't know how to network. They don't know what actions to take. They don't know how to start the conversation and that freezes them in their tracks. So the seven tips in today's episode are designed to help you overcome that, to give you a bit of a toolbox that you can leverage so that you have seven options to try to connect with somebody. And that's just going to increase your surface area for success. So tip number one here is what I call advice recognition everybody loves to be recognized for advice that they share. That is a universal trait. That's why we offer advice. So what I want you to do is go out and find advice that your contact has shared. It could be something that they mentioned in a meeting or a conversation. It could be something that I mentioned in an interview. It could be something that they wrote about. Either way, all you need is a piece of advice that they've shared. And then what I want you to do is send it to a relevant audience. That could be your team, your class, could be friends, and ask those people what they think of it. When you get some responses, you can go back to your contact, you can email them and say, hey, I was looking for a specific piece of advice on this specific topic and I came across X piece of advice that you shared. I just wanted to let you know that I shared it with X people on my team and it really helped impact them in Y way. You can even include some quotes and say, you know, so-and-so mentioned that this advice changed the game for them in this way. And this is great because everybody wants their advice to be heard. And you're not asking for anything here. You're just basically saying, hey, you had this awesome piece of advice. I shared it with a bunch of people and it was really, really helpful for them. Everybody is gonna wanna hear something like that. The second tip is what I call the advice triangle. So this works by tapping into that advice play that we just talked about, but doing it in a slightly different way. So what I want you to do is start by selecting two actions you could take in less than a week. So this could be a course you could take, a book you could read, it could be a project you could start. But what I want you to do is email your contact and let them know that you're trying to level up in the field that they're an expert in, and then ask them if you should take action on action A or action B. And then when they reply, go take action on that thing and report back to them with your learnings and then ask for more advice. This creates a networking cycle where you are proving that you're somebody worth investing in because you're acting on this person's advice and you're letting them know that you did that and what you got out of it that's gonna make them more likely to share more advice in the future. So for example, if I was looking to connect with somebody who worked in the sales field, I could go find one book on sales and one course on sales. And I could email this person and say, hey, so-and-so, I was looking for a way to increase my sales abilities, to hone my sales abilities. I came across your LinkedIn profile and I was really, really impressed by your experience, specifically doing X, Y, and Z things. If you don't mind me asking, If I'm trying to level up my skills fastest, would you recommend that I read this specific book on sales or take this specific course on sales? If you don't have time to reply or if you're too busy right now, no worries. But if you could just tell me A or B, that would help give me clear direction on which action to take so that I can become a better salesperson. So by teeing it up to them, we're literally saying, hey, just choose between A or B. And if they choose one of those things, you're off to the races. All we're really looking for in this first email is that reply, action A or action B, and then you can do all of the legwork and report back to them. The third tip here is to engage with their content. So if your contact creates content, what I want you to do is bookmark their post feed and check it every day. When they share a new post, you wanna leave what I call a value-driven comment, which is basically a comment that one, tags them in a supportive statement, that two, summarizes the post in your own words, and three, adds your own unique value. Then you're going to rinse and repeat that daily for every new post they share. And by doing this, what you're going to do is get on their radar in a positive way. You are going to be that positive, supportive person who always brings great energy to their comment threads, right, to their posts. And as a content creator, that is basically their dream, right? Every content creator shares content with the hopes that people show up and say nice things about their content and support them. So by doing that, you are going to get your profile picture and your name recognized by this person, you're no longer going to be an unknown quantity. And so if you ask for something more, you're doing it off of that basis, which can be really, really effective. Tip number four is to ask to interview them. So I love to preface this by setting up a blog or a podcast. I personally love setting up podcasts because it's super easy to do. You can literally do it in an hour or two. It doesn't really cost you anything, maybe five or 10 bucks max if you wanna pay for that. You can do the whole thing for free. And then what you're gonna do is position your blog or podcast as you know interviewing experts in your target field. So if you wanted a job in let's say forensic accounting, you could say that this podcast is about interviewing forensic accounting experts to understand their thought processes and strategies that have led them to where they are today. So now all you need to do is go publish a few seed interviews. If you can find some existing connections or friends or people who work in this space who are up to do some of these seed interviews, that's gonna allow you to flush out your interview style and process, get clear on the questions you're gonna ask, get some reps with a few of these interviews. And now you can go reach out to your target audience. You can go look at people who are working in places where they can refer you in and influence your ability to get hired. And instead of asking them for 30 minutes to pick their brain or all these other asks we make, when we are networking the wrong way, you're gonna ask them to come onto your podcast to be seen as an expert. And 80% of them are gonna say yes as a result. So I absolutely love that strategy. It's one of my favorite networking strategies out there and pretty much anybody can do it. The fifth tip here is to set up a speaking engagement. So every single team wants to level up, right? Managers and colleagues are always looking for ways to get new great information. So what you can do here is pitch your manager on having this person come speak on X topic to your team. Now, this tends to be a little bit more effective when you've already made some inroads with this person and you feel comfortable vouching for them. But if you feel comfortable doing that, you can go to your manager and say, hey, I know we're struggling with X challenge and I know somebody who specifically overcome that challenge or who has helped other people overcome that challenge. Would you be up to have them speak in one of our team meetings? So when you get your manager to say yes, you can reach out to that person and offer up the chance to speak on your team they're gonna feel recognized for their expertise. Your colleagues are also gonna learn and level up from this person. And they're gonna know that you're the person who set it up and you are going to build a relationship with that person as a result. It's a win across the board. And the cool part about this is you can use this in any environment. So professionals can use this in their team meetings. If you're a student, you can actually ask your professor if this person could guest speak in your class. So there's a lot of opportunities to make this happen here. The sixth tip is to recognize somebody for a career change. Changing careers is really freaking hard. Trust me, I know because I've done it myself. So recognizing someone for that work is gonna go a long way. And it also opens the door to ask them about positioning and challenges and different strategies that will work for somebody who has already gone down the path that you're looking to go down as a career changer. And then what you can do is go back and leverage tips number one and number two to continue building. So you can recognize them for their advice. You can use the advice triangle within the context of changing careers. And that is a way to build this relationship, to continue it to the point where this person might refer you in for a job. And then the seventh tip here is to make a helpful introduction. So you want to start by identifying a goal or a challenge or an initiative that your contact is focused on. And then you want to find somebody in your own network, a contact who can help them achieve those goals or break through those challenges. And you want to offer to make an introduction. Now, this is going to be an even bigger win if the intro is mutually beneficial. So if both people can benefit from meeting each other and then what's going to happen is if that's the case, if it is mutually beneficial, both of your contacts are going to know that you are the one who introduced them. So you're going to build social capital with two people in one action. So that is a triple win again. And that makes this one of the biggest bang for your buck strategies as well. So there you have it. Those are seven networking tips that literally anybody can use. You don't need a specific set of experiences. You don't need a certain degree. You don't need anything. You don't need to pay money. All you need to do is get out there and start implementing some of these, testing them out and see which ones work for you. And I promise you, if you do, even if you only use a handful of them, one, two, three of these strategies, your networking is going to take off. You're going to set yourself apart from so many other people and you're going to win more job offers. So that's it for today. Thank you as always for listening and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.